0: Welcome to I'd Rather Stay In, the podcast where we talk about what's going on in our brains instead of what's happening outside. We're your hosts, Steffi Predmore and Megan Myers. This week's episode, Planning for Success.
1: Hello. Hello.
0: How are you on this fine evening?
1: I am doing pretty well, as, in spite of some allergy roughness. But other than that, not Te- too bad. Texas is rough, man. It really is. There are snakes everywhere. <laughs> the, we got a neighborhood notice that there are many bobcats roaming around. Oh
0: wow! It's do the bobcats? Thing. Do the bobcats eat the snakes, or like? Um, keep I think the, the snake snake population bobcats down? eat
1: the bunnies.
0: Oh, I wanted, them to, I wanted them to eat the snakes.
1: I don't know that anything eats the rattles. I mean, sure, something eats the rattlesnakes, but um, probably the hawks. So. We do have probably. a lot of hawks as well. I would think so.
0: Yeah. Um, Megan, do you know what I just finished doing? Uh,
1: I don't. Tell me.
0: I just finished making a pumpkin recipe and shooting it for my blog because we talked about that. And that was my homework in our pumpkin episode.
1: Good job. I feel like this week we're kind of getting a lot of our homework done.
0: We are. I
1: have been taking to heart my skincare homework. (gasps) I'm so proud of you. I hope that uh, there's been results. (laughs) You'll see me next. You'll have to tell me if my face looks glowy.
0: I will be brutally honest as to whether you look like a radioactive infant or not.
1: I appreciate that. (laughs)
0: and i have actually been unsubscribing from things in my inbox cuz last week that was something we talked about with work life balance. So
1: look it wins at it all around.
0: Yes, yeah. A pluses for both of us.
1: Excellent. We're starting the week wonderfully.
0: And and i you told me that you scheduled a day off. So that was your homework from last week.
1: I did. I scheduled uh, a single day off, but I am looking to the future to see what will work out for perhaps a whole week. You have to start somewhere. Sometimes you got
0: to start small. That's right. Baby (laughs) steps. (laughs) Baby steps. So, you know, last week we did talk about work-life balance, and this week we wanted to talk a little bit about day planners. Um, Those things kind of go hand in hand. We talked a little bit about our day planners in previous episodes, both last week and then also in our anxiety episode. So we thought since we're a little obsessed with them, we would talk about why we use them, how we use them, how we find them, well, you know, good ones to use, since It'll be about time to start getting a 2020 planner, like right about now.
1: I mean, be honest, you already have your 2020 planner. It is out for delivery. <laughs> mine is already on my desk. So.
0: Mine, mine is out for delivery, and that's only because I got like a, a pretty personalized one, so it took a little bit longer to ship than like something like it normally would. But it is, it will be on my desk in two days.
1: Excellent. This is also really good timing because I have been trying to teach my son about the joys of using a planner and it has been a rough road. Uh,
0: Yeah. Um, I, I don't really know what to say about that other than I wish you the best. (laughs) Godspeed, my friend.
1: Thank you. That I feel like that's the best possible words you could say on anything regarding a preteen.
0: Uh, yeah, although I will say that middle school is really when I got into using a planner. I don't know if schools still do this. I, I don't know if Reese's school does this. But um, when I was his age, our schools actually provided everyone with a planner. So everyone had one. And that's really when I learned how to use one.
1: Yeah, they do actually still do that. Um, it's pretty basic. And right now, we have started going over it with him every single day. And it's a little weird because, um, as we'll get into in a little bit later, uh, it's not task-based. It's They have them write down what they do in class every day. Oh, oh. So I feel like it's not as useful as it could be, but it's a start.
0: I guess. Well, we can dive into that in a little bit. But let's talk about why you should use a paper planner or why we think and many other people think that you should use a paper planner. Because we're really in the digital age. So I know that there are going to be people out there who are like, why? I can put everything on my phone. Why bother with paper? So I turned as... As I, as we always do, to a little bit of research to answer that question, because I have my own theories, but wanted to see if someone else who is uh, more professional than I am was thought the same way. And there's a couple articles that we'll link to in the show notes, but there's one in the New York Times that notes that aside from the nostalgia factor. Writing by hand forces you to slow down and approach your planning with more mindfulness. Research even suggests that writing things down by hand helps you retain information better, uh, which is definitely true for me. And that uh, there's a commonly cited perk of using a paper planner, which is the ability to keep everything in one place instead of bouncing from app to app. So if you're using your phone, you're probably having to use a couple different apps to keep track of everything. But in a paper planner, it can just all be right there. So I was right. (laughs) (laughs) I'm I'm such a type one.
1: I think both of these things are absolutely true. I, aside from the fact that, you know, people learn different methods. Um, you know, some people are more tactile. Some people are more uh, just straight up visual. Uh, some people are um, audio learners. Mm-hmm. Um, I think just the, the act of writing it down, you have to think about it as you write it down. I think that makes a huge difference as opposed to the keystrokes. hmm I um, have, a, what's the word? I was going to say fancied, but that seems too <laughs> fancy. Um, when I used to do a lot of uh, fiction writing, I would do it by hand because it mm-hmm. just felt uh, more, not more proper, but it, it just felt more accomplished and more sure. organized, even sure. though, you know, in a digital program you can move things around easily and it's easier to delete and stuff but sure it just feels different overall and it does the fact of you know, bouncing from app to app like so we all use Google Calendar or the equivalent of Google Calendar and while I love it it really has a lot of limitations I'm not gonna put my to-do list on Google Calendar <laughs> right and so having one place to just look at everything has been amazing for a variety of reasons.
0: Yeah, I agree with that. I discovered in when I was in high school that the power of writing things down helps me, per, at least particularly my brain, retain things better. Um, when I would study, I would essentially like create all of my... And I did this all through college, too. I would create all of my study guides by hand And there was something about the process of writing everything down a second time, even though I'd already taken the notes, writing them down a second time in that study guide that helped it stick in my brain. And so that was really like a big part of my studying uh, method. Um, And it's still true. So I even like for work, when I'm taking notes on a call, I'm always doing it longhand. I'm I'm almost never typing the notes because I just don't remember them as well
1: mm-hmm I think uh I do the same thing when I go to conferences a lot too I'll write it down on paper instead of on the computer mm-hmm um and even if I don't ever go back to those notes later I feel like I've retained more of it yeah but what do you think about people who think like oh well but then I have to carry my planner around everywhere I go
0: I mean I feel like they're just whiny <laughs>
1: I mean that's a benefit of using you know an app if it's on your phone you always have it and you can you can look it up and no matter where you are.
0: I definitely I mean I carry a large purse pretty much all the time so and I don't take I don't necessarily take my day planner with me everywhere I go um but you know it's Really easy for me to throw in my computer bag, like if I'm going to go work from a coffee shop or if I'm traveling, I am putting my laptop in something anyway, mm-hmm. so it's super easy for me to just pop my planner in there with it. So, I mean, if you're carrying a laptop, you're probably putting it somewhere. Just put the paper planner in there. And there's there's they're not all big and bulky. There are some that are very slim and trim.
1: Yes, there's lots of different varieties, yeah, that we'll mm-hmm. go over in a minute, but um, yeah, I think that even though it's a digital world, you know, everyone said that, gosh, when was that? Probably before the year 2000, when they were like, oh, we're just, everything's going to be paperless. Yes. No. <laughs> Sorry. Please
0: don't take away my paper. I really like my paper. Thanks. I really
1: like paper. Just plant a tree.
0: Yes. <laughs> Yes, agreed. So I know that you and I really use day planners differently. Um, So let's kind of talk through the how and why each of us use our day planner. So Megan, tell me about how you like to organize your life with yours.
1: Well, so it depends a lot on what kind of planner I'm using at the time. To be honest, I uh, I hop around from planner to planner quite a bit. Still, I still feel like I'm searching for the perfect one. Mm-hmm. But I uh, my planner is divided mostly into a to-do list side and then kind of a, a open calendar side. Mm-hmm. And so I mostly are using it. Am using it to write down my to-do list. And then it's, it's kind of a lot of duplicate tasks that would be written in other places, mm-hmm. but it'll be stuff that I can jot down if it comes to mind, or if I'm in a phone call with somebody, I'll write it down. I don't necessarily have, um, you know, like an appointment, 11 a.m., a uh, phone call, at this time. Well, I don't keep that necessarily in my planner. Sure. Um, I used to. But with the planner that I have now, it just hasn't really worked out that way because it's like a, uh, the way it opens up, you can only see either the to-do list or the calendar. Oh, sure. Because I don't have, you know, a big enough space to have it fully open mm-hmm. all the time, so I'm really yeah. bad about flipping back and forth, so... <laughs> If that is also you, don't get a planner that is set up that way.
0: Yes. Learn from Megan's Learn from Megan's
1: mistakes. Yeah. But I like to rewrite basically everything that I'm going to do that day. So that way I don't have to go back into all of my other systems. I have it all in one place and then I can just get it all knocked out. Yeah. And if I'm like super organized, which I have not been lately, I will actually... <laughs> Take like the last ten minutes of the day before mm-hmm. I, you know, log off for dinner and stuff, and write down what I'm going to do tomorrow.
0: Yeah, I think that's a, I think that's a great thing to do. Not that I am particularly good at doing it either, but um, it's a great, it's a great goal.
1: Yeah. And then you feel, you know, when you get on in the morning, you're like ready to go. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. What about you? How do you use yours?
0: So I usually use mine um, more for keeping track of my daily schedule. I do have a lot of meetings and things. And while they are all in my Google Calendar, Again, I don't remember them as well if I don't write them down by hand. And I am very, if I don't have it written down in my day planner, I am apt to miss a meeting. I've done it before. And not just because it wasn't in the day planner that I was looking at, but just because it just didn't stick in my mind that I had something. So I you have a planner that's laid out um, where, you know, you open it up and you can see the schedule for the whole week and it's an hourly schedule. And then that's where I keep track of all my day-to-day stuff. Um, I have also been using um, for the last uh, little bit, been using a second dot grid notebook In sort of a hybrid bullet journal sort of way to keep track of daily to-dos and goals in more of a free-form way, Um, I use. We've talked before about how we use Asana for a lot of like tasks and to-do lists, but I'll have a lot of things on there that are maybe not high-priority items. So I like to go through and each each night the night before if i remember or the morning when i log on i like to jot down like my five or six top priority to do's for that day whether it's for work or for my blog and freelance work, or for the podcast, or even just stuff around the house, Um, like water the plants, like some, sometimes that makes it on there. Um, But it just helps me kind of keep track of some of those things. And then I also take my notes for work in that same notebook. So it's not really an extra notebook for me. It's a notebook that I would already have to like Take those take those notes. I just am also keeping my to dos and my goals in there as well. So um, it's a system that's been working well for me. Um, I the the and the reason I have them both is just because I haven't found a really good p- planner that really does that hourly schedule and allows a lot of space for those notes. Um, and to be honest, that would be a pretty massive planner that would have to do that. So
1: <laughs> yeah, it's pretty hard to find. Like I have I feel like I have this huge wish list for planners and that's why I keep bouncing around between them and I'm trying to mm-hmm. find the perfect one and Yeah. Um I probably should just use a notebook.
0: Yeah. Well, and I even I even got some, like, cool stencils so I can, you know, make it look really... Like, the dot grid one, I can make it look really nice. I can keep track of, you know, what week it is. And I put in our, like, dinner um, plans for the week. Like, kind of try to meal plan out in there. Um, I try to keep track of, like, how much water I'm drinking each day in there. So it just kind of gives me a little bit of flexibility that, like, a regular planner doesn't always give me. But I can still keep track of that hourly schedule. So I'm not the asshole who's missing meetings.
1: <laughs> it sounds almost like you would be a really good candidate for a bullet journal.
0: I think so. And I mean, I looked at bullet journaling, and that's sort of what I've hybridized into this dot grid one. Um, but I don't necessarily... there. I don't know. There's things about a bullet journal that I'm not sure I'm ready to pull the trigger on yet, just because... There is a certain like being able to write down it like have the whole year like listed out so I can write down something that's happening on my calendar like four months from now, mm-hmm. which is really hard to like do in a bullet journal. So I'm still figuring it out.
1: The thing is that you'd have to because I have I've tried bullet journaling and it was not for me, and I have friends who do do it, and they um are meticulous planners when it comes to setting up their bullet journal. Okay. So every time they get a new one, they you know they draw up a calendar in the front of it. They do all their little grids. I don't know if they use stencils like you have, but I would hope so because it seems like they take forever. <laughs> um, so they draw it all out ahead of time in order to make it look the way they want it to look instead of having it just be like the basic bullet journal, which is just like every single thing. You know, listed in a row, and then you have to flip back and forth between all the pages. And like, that was just too much for me.
0: Yeah. I, um, and for those of whom don't really know like what a bullet journal is, we'll link to some stuff in the show notes about it. Um, And I, I actually have spent some time. Um, just like on Instagram, kind of scrolling through like bullet journal hashtags, and because there's a lot of like bullet journal like inspiration accounts, and I'm like, oh, this looks so nice and so organized. And then I'm like, God, you are such a nerd.
1: I just feel like I'd have to spend the entire Sunday like drawing up my week before <laughs> I even put any tasks into it.
0: I feel like that as well. Yes, I mean even just the the limited amount that i do i mean it does take me a little bit to like draw it up and get it because i'm such a perfectionist to get it looking the way i want it to look so there is a little there's a little bit of time on the front end there yeah so yeah so you have been a day you have tried so many day planners um and you actually wrote a great blog post last year about how to choose a day planner, which we'll link to in the show notes. But um, talk us through some of your tips for like how to choose the right day planner for you.
1: Yeah, so I have definitely tried a lot of them. Um, I can't even probably list all of them, to be honest, but it's been a lot. I've tried lots of different things. I had said earlier, I have, there are certain things that I really want in a planner that some planners will have some of them and they won't have other parts mm-hmm. of the things that I want. And so uh, for a while, I tried to hack it with, you know, like pretty stickers, you know, there's all those uh-huh. stamps and stickers and things that I made for planners. And again, that was one of those things where I'm like, I have to spend all of Sunday making my calendar look pretty for the week so I can track how much water I've had, like, it was a whole thing. It's too and much. It is too much. Um, yeah, so I think every planner has plus and minuses. It just depends on what you are looking for personally. Um, like Steffi said, she likes the hourly grid. I don't really care about hourly as much as I do uh, having free space to write.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So those are both different things to think about. Um, There's the main thing is choosing whether or not you want, you know, a weekly view or a daily view. Mm -hmm. They are all different layouts. You you have to decide if you want, you know, an academic planner, what size you want before you even get to like the rest of it. Right. There's planners that have uh, meal prep planning there are planners that have inspirational uh, prompts to help you supposedly get through the week. <laughs> <There's>, <laughs> it's a lot. Um, so I kind of yeah I lay out a lot of those things within the post. I don't want to get through basically everything, but I narrow it down to a few different categories, essentially. Sure. So the first one would be uh, figuring out your purpose of having a planner. So... I feel like that's
0: a pretty big one.
1: Yeah, of course. My husband uh, is one of those people who desperately needs an organizational tool in his life because he has a really, really bad memory. Sure. And that's just the way it is. But he does not use a planner. He just uses a little notebook that he keeps next to his desk, and he just writes every task that it comes to him, and he crosses it off when it's done. It's not like organized by day. keeps it simple. Yeah, it's not organized by day. It's not organized by basically anything. It's literally just any task. Like, it'll be a work task. It'll be a task like check the garbage disposal. (laughs) It'll be like just totally random, whatever it is, anything that might come up in his day. Mm -hmm. So that's always an option. Sure. (laughs) And so if he wanted to go further, obviously that'd be like a bullet journal, but for those of us who have a lot of meetings like you and I do or tasks that rely on specific days to get done, an actual planner is really important in my opinion.
0: I agree. I think so too.
1: So like I said, you choosing whether you want day-to-day is important. And then uh, see, uh, free space. Um, one of the planners that I used, uh, last year, because I I think i actually used like three planners last year. <laughs> i'm the worst uh i tried the nourished planner which is a planner that was created by a couple of food bloggers mm-hmm. and so there was a big heavy focus on uh, meal prep tips and recipe ideas and stuff that was supposed to kind of help you with your blog i think at the time uh-huh um and basically half the page was the calendar part of it, and then the whole bottom half of the page is free space. Oh wow! And that was, the free space was really great, but then I felt like the rest of it was still not organized enough for what I wanted. <laughs> sure, sure. So I don't know if I just need a separate notebook for free space like you have now, or what the deal is.
0: We <laughs> just but, have to hybridize and make our own systems.
1: <laughs> yeah, I think so. Um, the other thing to think about is physical size. So the thing about planners is if you get really into customizing them, or if you really like a drill down version, then that's going to be a pretty fat book. Mm -hmm. And especially as you get smaller in dimensional size, it gets thicker. Yeah. So that's something to keep in mind, especially if you know that you're going to have to be carrying it around. Or if it goes, if it stays on your desk, you know it can be a little bit bigger. Or, well, depending on the size of your desk, I suppose. Yeah. Um, but uh, the one of the ones I had before it was very very thick, and it was really awkward to carry around because while it did fit into my computer bag, it got a little bit dicey once I sure. got all the computer stuff in it. So
0: <laughs> when you were actually using the bag for what it was designed for.
1: Yes, exactly. <laughs> Um, So there are other uh, planners that actually don't even use spiral bound pages. There's uh, bullet journals, obviously, because those are generally used uh, moleskin notebooks. Mm -hmm. And there's one that I tried that's called the self journal, which is also a bound book that uh, has prompts for you throughout the year. But most of those don't take up a whole year. So,
0: oh, that's true. Yeah, you're you're doing like a quarter or even like 6 months at a time.
1: Right. So, if that's something that is concerning to you, if you like to plan, you know, way far in advance or you just don't want to have to pay twice for a planner, that's something you have to think about.
0: Yeah, for sure.
1: And planners aren't cheap. So, they are know, not.
0: Really nice ones are they're they're not cheap. But Yeah. I also know that I am using it every single day f- that's right. for a year. So for there's, me, that price is totally justified.
1: Yeah, there's plenty of other things, too, that I probably pay for that I really don't use that often.
0: Oh, it for sure. Less, like, if so. even if I spend like $50 on a planner, that's still less than a dollar a week for the amount of time that I'm using it. So it's even though it. it's totally worth it, at least to me
1: yeah and i think a lot of those online tools uh, you know they definitely cost more than fifty dollars a year so totally not too bad if you step back and analyze it properly yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so one of the other things that i have been taking a long look at is the aspect of add-on pages not all planners offer add-on pages but there are a few that do. Mm-hmm. Um, there's ones that they will have uh, space for grocery lists, for meal planning. There's a few that will have social media planning pages. Mm-hmm. Um, pages that are literally called like ideas. <laughs> um, <laughs> there's budgeting tools. There's basically anything that you think you could possibly want in a planner or organizational tool, yeah. they can include it for you. It just yeah. depends on what kind of planner system that you're looking at. The one that I have been using this year that I had really super great hopes for is called Golden Coil. Okay. It is a fully custom customizable planner and you could choose your layout. It's got Way more layouts, I think, than most of the other ones that I have been looking at. Mm-hmm. And then it also has lots and lots and lots of add-on pages. You can add as many pages as you want. It just makes a difference in terms of you know the limit <laughs> that yeah. the coil can actually be. Yeah. Um. So I had uh, social media posts pages. I had workout post pages. I made sure that my daily layout had, or actually I had a weekly layout. I made sure my weekly layout had uh, a section for my meal planning. It had a section for uh, weekly habits that I could cross off. Wow. I feel like it was going to be really, really, really great. And then I did not use it to its full potential.
0: So it's probably more user error than actual planner
1: error. I do think so, except that is, you know, 50% of using a planner Mm -hmm. is whether or not you are actually going to use it. Because if it just sits on your desk, it's not going to do you any good.
0: It's just going to look pretty, but it's not going (laughs) to serve its purpose.
1: Exactly. Exactly. You don't want to have planner regret. <laughs> no,
0: that's the worst. Yeah. I And honestly, I have used the same planner for years, and I haven't switched. And I think a lot of it is, I have, instead of like FOMO, fear of missing out, it's like fear of planner regret. Because mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> I I sort of had a if it's not broke, don't f- fix it philosophy on it. Yeah. Um,
1: so you know, I think one of the reasons I actually moved away from the one that you use is simply because so many people I knew and bloggers in general were using it. And so if I'm, it's
0: popular, Megan can't. I'm Megan such a can't contrarian.
1: <laughs> I, I just had to be like, oh, I'm sure there's one that's better. Does it does
0: it is it make it worse if I say that I used it before it was popular?
1: <laughs> it does make you sound a little bit like an asshole. <laughs> also I'm not really sure that's like a bragging point but like I used planner before other people
0: popular yeah (laughs) I was a nerd I was a nerd long before everyone else was
1: (laughs) exactly now you're just a stuck up nerd
0: (laughs) fine well the planner that we're talking about I have used the Erin Condren life planner for years um and I Like I said, I've used the hourly layout and this year, go so going into 2020, they actually changed that hourly layout a little bit. So previously it had markings for on the hour and then the box was divided in half for a half hour and they took that half hour designation away for the 2020 planners and i had been really in my feels about it because i have a lot of meetings that are on the half hour and there was just something about having to like jot down the actual time that really like my brain could not get over it so (laughs) (laughs) oh my my poor husband finds me to be such a joy and a delight um so I, this year, have actually ordered a plum paper planner, um, which is very similar in a lot of ways to the life planner. Um, but it has it has what I wanted, which was an hourly layout with half-hour markings on it. Um, but it also has a lot more of a customizable layout, kind of like Megan was just talking about with the one she did this year. Um, so there's lots of different like add-ons that you can do for meal planning and um, content calendars and all sorts of things like that. Um, I did add some like travel pages in there because I travel a lot for work and occasionally for play. Um and so I threw those in there because it's a, it looks like it could be a really great place to just keep like your confirmation numbers in one place and um, like where you want to go when you get to your destination and stuff like that. So I'm going to try that out, see what I think of it. Um, but that's that's sort of where I have hovered for a really long time because again, fear <laughs> fear of getting a planner and then getting a few months into it and deciding I hate it is like, for some reason, so paralyzing to me.
1: Yeah. I always, end, I just end up buying another one. It's so wasteful. Uh, do you, so I haven't ever, I've sort of looked at Plum Paper, um, but I haven't really gotten any deep dive on that one. Yeah. And I did use to use the Erin Condren Planners, and one of the reasons that I moved away from it, aside from other bloggers, was that I feel it's so girly, which is such a dumb reason, but like... <laughs> It's so, so it's very
0: bright and colorful, which I like.
1: I don't mind the colorfulness. I think it's like the font choices that they use, which are just yeah. like straight up live, laugh, love signs. Yes. Um, yes. And I'm just like, I don't, I, I, I'm not like against whimsy, I guess. But I, I think it's just because it's like the one font and you see it everywhere. And I just get like, oh, like. I'm a serious person
0: <laughs> I think there is a little less of that in the plum paper one um, so there's there's two options you can get like the colorful layout so it's got like all the different bright colors um, or there's like a like a, a shades of gray like a neutral layout mm-hmm um, which is definitely a little less girly, and I I'm trying to remember again. It's it's out for delivery, so I haven't been able to flip through it yet. Um, <laughs> but I think there is a little less of the like achieve your dreams, live, laugh, love, like kind of messaging throughout it. So um, I think it may I think it will be a little like less girly frou frou.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I also ordered. <laughs> so I ordered a like a normal person cover for it but it has like you can um swap out the covers on it and so I ordered like a normal cover and then they had a section that was like supposedly like just for kids and it had uh cartoon cat faces on it (laughs) and I may have ordered that as an alternate cover for myself because I am a 30 year old woman
1: excellent you like what you like man
0: i like what i like also i put it to a poll on in my instagram stories and it was a overwhelming uh vote for yes that i should definitely order it so <laughs> i had other people backing me up on this and enabling me
1: not surprised
0: so megan what did you order for this year because i know you didn't order anything that you have already had before
1: no of course not why would i do the same one um so this coming year, I guess I will say, uh-huh. uh, this coming year, I'm using a planner that I, I guess the brand is Mossery. Okay. Um, I got it from a pencil store. Nice. Because <laughs> uh, I am someone who orders pencils online. Um, and it is uh, smaller But it's also undated, which I think for someone like me who, while I'm trying to use the planner, I don't necessarily use it every single day. Mm -hmm. Like, I definitely don't use it on the weekends. Mm -hmm. Um, That will save me some pages. And so if I skip a day, I can literally just use the next page and it will not be an issue. Yeah, so I am excited. It's a little, you know, more basic, but I think... Based on my experiences of all the past ones that I've been using, that I actually really just need a basic one.
0: <laughs> You've tried so. all the gadgets, all the gizmos, and all the fancy crap, and you're like, nope, basic. Yes,
1: exactly. <laughs> I mean i I have a box full of planner crap, like yes. stickers and stamps and like washi tape and who knows what else? Yes. <laughs> there was, like, that hot moment last year, I guess. Uh-huh. It was last year. Where all of us... Or maybe it was the year before. All of a sudden, everybody... Pretty much everyone had a life planner. Yes. And then we all, like, got super into decorating them. Yeah. Like, it was our job. Yes. To make our planner look beautiful I and inspire am so, ourselves.
0: So, I... here's Here's a confession for you. I envy the people that can make their planners look really beautiful but I am like I can scrapbook I can make really beautiful scrapbooks but for some reason like I get really intimidated with my planner (laughs) and I like don't and it never looks the way I want it to it's never as artsy fartsy and pretty as I want it to be and so I just don't.
1: Yeah, so I am not a <laughs> scrapbooker, and to be 100% honest, scrapbooking confuses me <laughs> as an art form, yes. um, so I don't really get it at all, um, and, but I feel the same way about the planner. Like I will try to make it pretty, I'll try to make it like look nice with stamps and stickers and everything else, and then I'll just be like... It it looks like a craft store threw up on these pages.
0: Right! It never looks the way that any of the, like, inspo accounts on Instagram look, or, like, any of the examples on these planners' websites look, or even the way, like, my friends can make theirs look, and I just get really frustrated, and so then I just don't do it, which is pretty much how i handle everything in my life if i'm not going to be good at it i'm just not going to do it so which you know that's some ph- that's some uh that's some psychology we can dive into later
1: it sounds like my son
0: <laughs> oops <laughs> <laughs> Oh, so I'll be interested to hear. You'll have to keep us updated on how you like your undated planner, because I am, I'm very curious to know if this will be the solution for you.
1: Yeah, I'm actually, I'm really tempted to start using it since it's uh, undated. I could just start using it tomorrow. Yeah. But I really want to like see this planner that I have right now through. Yeah, I I... think I have never actually finished a planner. (laughs) Because I, I get so anxious about it and then yes. a lot of the times I'll buy the one that'll have like the last few months of the year mm-hmm. at the back of it or at the front of it and I'll just be like, oh, well, it already has December in here. I'll just can start using it. Yeah, I ordered, my,
0: I ordered my new one for October of this year through December of next year. So I've been jotting things down again because I mostly use mine for scheduling things. Um, I've been jotting things down in the calendar through the last few months of this year, um, but I'll just transfer those over to the new one and start on the new one um, with October. So I guess, oh gosh, I guess uh, that's next week as we're recording this it will have already passed by the time you guys hear this um but i'll just go ahead and and get started there so we'll see we'll see if we like our changes this year or if we have breakdowns halfway through february and have to find new solutions
1: i'm confident that we will do something
0: (laughs) i was gonna say you're not confident about anything. I think you're confident that we may have breakdowns, whether they're related to our planners or not is a whole is a whole guess. It's a gamble.
1: <laughs> that is one hundred percent accurate
0: <laughs> Oh man, At least we're predictable. <laughs>
1: With all that being said, Steffi, let's talk about joy. Yay! What's what's been bringing you joy lately?
0: Uh, So, just before we started recording this, I went out and checked the mail, and lo and behold... Jonathan Van Ness's book was on my porch. I had or- I had pre-ordered it on Amazon, and it arrived today. And my husband is out of town this weekend for a bachelor party, so I can snuggle up and read this book probably in one sitting. And it is going to be
1: awesome. That is amazing. I think even despite, or not despite, but no matter what the topic is of the book, I feel like just the fact that you will have the weekend to sit and read your book—it's pretty sounds great. amazing. <laughs> it's pretty great. I'm excited, and the fact that it's JVN even better. Yeah.
0: <laughs> so, Megan, how about you?
1: So, I recently went to London, and I had a good time. It was mostly—it was pretty much all work stuff, yes. but. I had the good fortune of being there at the same time as a previous guest of the podcast Ade, and we obviously talked about skincare. Probably Aww. boring. Her other friend <laughs> that went with us to dinner, but it was so great to meet her in person. And then now I'm just even more obsessed about skincare and learning more about it. That's awesome. So It just made me really happy to like meet a new person. In person, like uh, an extrovert or some crazy thing. (laughs) Which she is, and I'm sure that she
0: made... I'm sure that she hugged you and made you get out of your introvert-I-don't-hug-people bubble.
1: (laughs) She definitely hugged me twice.
0: (laughs) She gives really good hugs. So, I... She's one of my favorite people. She's just so sweet and smart and awesome so we love Ade
1: it's not you know it's not necessarily like no one can hug me there's certain people that I allow to hug me obviously yes but um with people that I've never met before it's more of like the vibe that they put out and if they are putting out a good vibe then I'm like you can hug me
0: that's fair that's fair yeah Ade's got she's only good vibes so Yeah. yeah that's awesome so next week we are going to be chatting about one of our other favorite shows queer eye so this book arriving is particularly apropos
1: it's just like magical worlds coming together it is so meet us back here next week as we discuss the fab five until then, be sure to rate, review, and subscribe to the podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. You can also follow us on social media at IRSI Podcast or send us an email at I'd rather stay in podcast at gmail.com. We love to hear from our listeners. Talk to you soon.
0: Bye.